0: Welcome back to our HR tech interviews. This next conversation is absolutely wonderful. It features Jeff Williams, Vice President of Enterprise and HR Solutions at Paychex. And he's talking to Polly Nicholas. She is the Senior Vice President of Unum Solutions. Hey, Jeff, how are you?
1: I'm great, how are you? Good.
0: Tell us a little bit about your uh, role at Paychex and what good trouble you're getting into over
1: there. I shall do that. So I've got two primary gigs I've got with Paychex. The first is I run our HR solutions business. So think you know, kind of all of the suite of HR services that we provide our clients across the company. And the second one is I run our mid-market business. So mm-hmm. clients that are 50 employees and above, and/or who buy more than one product uh, from us. So I have the financial performance, operating performance, client satisfaction uh, for those businesses at the company.
0: So you talked a little earlier about um, how Paychex is using data to basically improve the lives of employers and employees. But tell us a little bit about what the scope of services and HR solutions that Paychex offers.
1: Yeah. So think of it as... Uh, almost a fractional HRBP service backed by data and the power of our platform. So the way most clients purchase that from us uh, is in a bundle of services. They normally take our core payroll capability, they take our retirement capability, and they take our HR capability and we deliver that to them as a bundled service. So we're doing everything from uh, data-driven recommendations on how to make their HR environment better to HR assessments around where their vulnerabilities are to uh, how to's and read react QA to uh, very specific situations around leaves and terminations and hiring so really um, you could almost think of it as a subcontracted HR department for those organizations that really can't Uh, afford nor want to have a full-time HR infrastructure.
0: Well, and in particular, I imagine in the markets that you're in, that's of real interest. Really, that end-to-end HR solution that you're able to provide for employers is important. Tell me a little bit about what you think Paychex does better than anybody else.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, I will say it in a few ways. The first is that we are on um, the world's most admired. The world's most innovative and the world's most ethical company list. So there are a few companies that are on all three, but we're excited, obviously, to be one of them. So we think we're doing good things and so we think we got a pretty good soul. And then the second thing I'd say is little known fact, but I know you love little <laughs> known facts. Of course I do, Jeff. So <laughs> here we go Paychex is the number four most successful public company in the United States of America Ooh. over the last. 40 years. Holy cow. So, uh, right ahead of us on the list is Apple. Yep. And behind us on the list is Berkshire Hathaway. So, for your cocktail conversation, I bet you didn't know that paychecks outperform Warren Buffett.
0: I but we had have no idea.
1: In terms of total shareholder returns. So, when you think about it, so, you know, we're on all these lists for doing yep. great stuff. And we do that while providing a great return to our shareholders and our mission is to give clients the freedom to succeed. So you know, like you, I am a guy who likes companies that are doing good while doing well. I know you feel that way I about Unum. I feel very much that And, uh, and that's, what, that's what I think we're awesome at.
0: And so basically, you're hanging out with Warren Buffett, telling him basically how much better you are than he is. is he has not that
1: invited me to Omaha, but not I, yet. I not do, yet. I do yet. double-click my Outlook um, periodically to see.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, yeah. It's, the invite is just it's just it's a few months any, away, any probably. Day now. Anyway, probably the annual meeting. Here <laughs> yeah, I, come I mean, to tell Jeff you, Williams, featured speaker, right. thematically it's, leading, you know, yeah, the enterprise. Yeah, if you just
1: would have ran your business like paychecks, maybe you would have been a little bit more. And successful. then you're
0: getting enough to Apple that you think that invite's also coming soon?
1: They're pretty, they set a pretty strong pace. Okay. We're, okay we're coming for, okay. we're coming, for <laughs> okay. we're coming for it. Let me They've know done how okay. They've okay. Let me okay. know how that yeah.
0: goes. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you think the biggest challenges are for HR in 2024.
1: Oh, my goodness. I think it is continuing to navigate the ever-increasing complexity of their environments. Yep. With a workforce that's been completely reshaped on them in the last few years, so here you've got this lack of federal will. So now there's all this sub sovereign complexity, and how do I do that? How do I navigate that? Sub what the sovereign heck?
0: Sovereign complexity. That's a really good you like that, didn't you? I did. I yeah, did that that, that
1: means <laughs> state level weirdness. No, I'm what it means um, is wait, just,
0: wait, that means a lot to me, Jeff Williams. State-level weirdness in the paid leave space is just one of many examples of state-level weirdness. And
1: Georgia's a pretty normal state <laughs> yeah, when it is comes to legislation. Is. But you've got it's, some others who are way out there one yeah. way or way out there another. If you're running a multi-location, multi-state organization, how do you deal with all of that? Um, how do you advise your business on how to deal with that? I think that's really tough. And, you know, I talked about it a little bit in my case study earlier today. You know, one in three of our workers is, is suffering some form of mental illness. Yep. 40% of them can't come up with 400 bucks today if they've had a tire go flat. Yep. Um, the relationship with work, I think, has really changed coming out of COVID. You know, we're expecting never-ending productivity gains is what we're getting is a workforce that's pretty burnt out. Mm-hmm. And um, and is having a tough go, and I think if I, you know, I as the HR professional, have to help steward my organization through all of that. So that stuff's really complex and really tough.
0: And to add to that, you think about the number of generations that are in the workforce and supporting yes. all five of them, and then remote work, and maybe I wasn't multi-state before, but now I've let folks move, and so I don't even know exactly where they're located and how to manage and be both compliant as well as create an experience. It's it's a real challenge to be yeah, in HR. It right is.
1: Now. Even look inside of our company. We have... Um, we have 14 employees of more than 40 years of service, yep. and we're hiring interns who are younger than, than me, <laughs>
0: Not younger, maybe than a me, little, younger than me, of Maybe a little younger. Maybe a little younger. Maybe, maybe. But
1: in everything in between, and how do you yeah. appeal to these different different demographics? I think it's a great point.
0: And their relationship with work, frankly, as that workforce of Gen Z and Gen Xers is in more than fifty percent of our population. Yeah. How do they? What do they value about yeah. work? I mean, they do have something going for them. Like That's they are right. a little smarter than you and I are about this balance of like, what is work, what is life, where are my priorities, how do I think through them, and how do we
1: meet yeah. their needs. Yeah, and what's refreshing about that is they want companies that are um, doing good things, that are yeah. gentle with the earth, that are building sustainable structures, so there's some goodness in all of that that we better pay attention to.
0: And I think the companies that provide solutions that really allow for that experience to happen for those people Mm -hmm. are the companies that are going to survive in the next couple decades. And And I think that that is actually the challenge for some of the organizations that are either trying to help HR or the organizations themselves.
1: So you're asking me all the questions. What advice do you have for me?
0: You know, the advice that I have as we think about the solutions we put in the marketplace collectively is, are they practically available to the consumers we're Mm -hmm. offering? So I think there's lots of times where we get into little boxes and build solutions that don't actually serve HR. And so actually part of the reason we have this collaboration booth at HR Tech is for that reason alone. We want to hear from others and how you're practically meeting the needs of those frontline HR folks. I'll use a great example. I had an opportunity uh, two weeks ago to spend some time with our customers who are on the front line of supporting LEAVE.
1: Tough work. That is tough work. Tough work. Controversial work, highly personal work. And each organization's doing it a little bit
0: differently. And they're trying to figure out, you know, if they're in a professional services organization, it's all high touch, white glove. If they're more in a manufacturing industry, they're trying to figure out how to get that information out to their frontline managers. And the responsibilities and uh, accountabilities of those frontline managers for any organization right now, along with HR, I think are the the two places to really do some listening before you build or to co-build with collaborators that are really successful in the marketplace.
1: Does Unum have any idea how lucky they are to have scored you? (laughs) Like honestly, I don't know if the camera's still on but and if any of your executives listen to this kind of stuff but they should know they got pretty lucky scoring themselves a, a poly nicholas that's some good stuff right there
0: hey jeff williams right back at you like paychecks they are better mm-hmm. because you are sitting in their four walls thinking about purpose and outcome for the individuals that are there that's what i'm talking about hey what about uh if you had one word one one word,
1: Jeff Williams. One you know? One,
0: I know this is gonna I be hard. I have lots of words. <laughs> one word. Getting Jeff it Williams. down to one. <laughs> one word to describe what HR should be focused on. Bold. Twenty twenty. Bold. 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 Big and bold. Be
1: more prescriptive. You know, it's um, I think the C-suite and the boardroom needs HR more than ever, and we can't go in there. We can't go in there meek, yeah. and we can't go in there tiptoeing. We got to go in with a point of view with a business case, with an ROI, with our research done, with data-driven insights to drive bolder action, um, because I think corporate America needs us desperately.
0: I love bold. And let me tell you, last year we sat in this very same podcast booth. And one of the things we said was that HR has a bigger seat at the table than they've ever had before, because HR was taking mm-hmm. many organizations through COVID. Yeah. Right, like they so were at the true. front lines so of enabling that. And people realize, maybe at an executive level in a different way, not only the value of human capital, but the value of their HR teams with boots on the ground. Yes. How HR has taken that seat, I think is varying across organizations and to that boardroom and that executive level conversation, I think there really is an important shift in this human capital complexity that is now really, really important to those most senior levels within organizations, and it's fun to see HR at a bigger seat.
1: Yeah, HR is a people challenge, a strategy challenge, a math challenge, um, and a a leadership challenge. Awesome.
0: Hey, Jeff Williams, thank you for spending a few minutes with me and with Unum and for the opportunity to hear your ideas and thoughts about what's happening in HR.
1: The fact that you know me and still invited me is still somewhat <laughs> shocking to me, but I appreciate the opportunity. It was so fun. Thanks, yeah, Jeff. as always.
0: Unum is a registered trademark and marketing brand of Unum Group and its insuring subsidiaries.